Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, always broadcasting from the Sellmark Studios, along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield news team. We are your audio newspaper. It's closing in, episode 100, just in a couple of weeks. We're episode 98 right now. We thank you for being with us. Coming up on this episode, it's Mansfield news, sports, and weather for the upcoming week. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to the restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Voters pass MISD penny swap. Proclamations, acclamations, and a turkey trot. We cover it all with a moment with the mayor. Summit High Marching Band competes at the state level for their first time ever. The COVID-19 epidemic is still declining in Mansfield. In sports, we have the results of the final week of the regular MISD football season and who's playoff bound. Coming up in the features section. Reporter Dennis Webb checks in from the science desk and he's seeing colors. I'm Kristen Moore. And on this week's Texas Health Tip of the Week, we're going to talk about the most nutritious winter fruits and vegetables. In this week's Cocktail of the Week segment, I'll be talking about a cocktail that was made for breakfast. We have the seven-day weather forecast. And in the talk segment, Steve talks in studio with a local rock duo who have just launched a national tour. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. Hey Mansfield, Sonia here from Wise Wellness. Did you know that Wise Wellness is now mobile? Yep, we have changed our business model to best serve our clients. That means you can order online and usually have it delivered within 24 hours or less. We're bringing the best CBD tinctures, topicals, edibles, and pet products directly to your door. Visit our website at wisewell.com to see our selection. That's W-Y-S-E-Well.com. Got pain? Need sleep? Does your pet have storm or separation anxiety? We've got you covered. Don't forget about our specialty, Tom's Treats. These little gems of goodness can help promote better sleep and overall wellness. With six main ingredients and no preservatives, they're the best around. Give us a call at 682-313-4767, visit the website, or reach out to us on social media to connect. As a thank you to the About Mansfield podcast listeners, use the promo code AMPOD to buy one, get one free on our website. Again, that's wisewell.com, W-Y-S-E, well.com. Hi, I'm Carmen McMillan, Executive Director of Mansfield Mission Center, inviting you to make our thrift store your one stop for shopping, donating, and volunteering. When neighbors buy your donations, the proceeds help other Mansfield neighbors in need with free services including financial assistance, employment help, food, medical, dental, and vision care. Voted Best Thrift Store in 2019 by Living Magazine, the Mansfield Mission Center Thrift Store is located at Broad and Walnut Creek. For more details, visit our website at Mansfield. Mansfieldmission.org. That's mansfieldmission.org. Hi, I'm Caden Shea. And I'm Parker James from the band Olivox. And you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. A majority of Mansfield ISD voters voted in favor of the MISD penny swap at the polls last week. According to unofficial results, approximately 56% were in favor of the proposition. 
The penny swap restructures the MISD tax rate, swapping 13 cents from the interest and sinking tax rate over to the maintenance and operations tax rate. Doing this allows the district to maximize state funding, bringing approximately $24.7 million in additional revenue to the district each year without changing the current tax rate. The votes are scheduled to be canvassed on Monday, November 15th, at 7.30 a.m. Mansfield City Council held a regularly scheduled meeting on Monday evening. The following opinions of those of Michael Evans may not necessarily reflect those of the Mansfield City Council. We say top of the morning to Mayor Michael Evans. And top of the morning to you, sir. It's good to be in this place. Everybody loves a parade. Oh, yes. And the city of Mansfield stepped up with the Veterans Parade. Let's recap and uh, start with the, uh, the parade. What happened at City Council Monday night? All right. Well, listen, as we start with the parade, you know, we had an outstanding time. What a weekend this was. Just full of, it was a lot of fun, actually. People all got out and they were there along the parade route. We had over 30, 31, 32 uh, parade floats. Uh, the Veterans Day Parade and Salute uh, was, I think it was a rousing success. Uh, we also had the opportunity to just honor those persons who gave gave their lives. And uh, not only that, uh, we had an exhibit in town, a traveling exhibit uh, called Remembering the Fallen, and uh, that was located in the lot. We actually had uh, veterans uh, throughout uh, the night. I mean, they, they stood 24-7, literally, uh, holding what we call fire guard. They, they were out there. There were father and son teams. Uh, these are persons who uh, were making sure that uh, nothing would happen to the exhibit. Yeah. But but I tell you this, I saw a lot of tears uh, this weekend. Of course, there, there were a lot of smiles. The kids had a great time. But uh, anytime you talk about uh, giving, uh, showing respect and honor to our veterans, it just kind of gets you right in the heart there. And I love that about our city. We definitely uh, respect and want to honor our veterans. And I'm hoping that in a few months, hopefully, fingers crossed that in May, uh, we we will, of course, as citizens, approve uh, a, uh, a bond um, request to build a veterans memorial right here in our city. Yeah. And let me say something, if you don't mind, uh, regarding uh, uh, Veterans Day. I want to go back to this. Uh, we we also gave out a plethora of awards uh, for the best floats, uh, the best marching units uh, during during our parade and, and our salute. So uh, we had, as a matter of fact, uh, on the other night, Steve, we I think we spent a good 45 minutes passing out awards and medals. So uh, we left uh, we left the city council meeting at that first half with a whole lot of smiles. Uh, next was a uh, coronavirus book presentation and, and also involves the Library of Congress, which is very cool. Yes, it does. Our uh, county clerk, uh, Miss Mary Louise Nicholson, uh, presented the Tarrant County uh, the Tarrant County 2020 Coronavirus Pandemic Historical Book uh, to the Mansfield Public Library. And also uh, that book will uh, 
be in the Library of Congress. What it is, it's it's somewhat of a of a chronicle of in regard to photographs. It's photographs and and shots that have been taken throughout the last eighteen months or so while we were in and and still wrestling with the coronavirus. We wanted to make sure she did that um, it, it was captured in history in time, uh, with the hopes that uh, people will remember uh, where we've come from uh, these last few months. And and I tell you, it was a moving moment as well. And we appreciate our county clerk for doing doing that, Mary Louise Nicholson. So she did a great job in presenting that on last night. One of the finest groups that I've been involved with is called My Muniversity, class number one. And class number two graduated last night. Class number two did graduate last night. These individuals, of course, they had uh, some oh, more than, than 30 plus hours of training. Now, I think that um, the classes spanned over a course of about two months, about about 10 weeks. Right. And um, we have uh, citizens who are now informed, residents who are informed, more informed than a whole lot of folks on just the workings of the city. And, and also, Steve, we had uh, the uh, first class of the uh, city of Mansfield's emerging leaders. Uh, these are persons who uh, presently work for the city and they are growing up uh, in the city. It's kind of a grow your own type program sure. uh, where we identify uh, um, leaders who are budding and we hope that uh, they will be the folks that uh, we'll be able to depend on uh, in regard to leadership that is uh, in the uh, in the years to come so that was really outstanding consent agenda had several items and let's touch on those we sure did uh, a council approved an economic development and performance agreement between the Mansfield Economic Development Corporation and Mauser Electronics uh, Mauser continues to grow, and um, we're, we're applauding uh, their success, and uh, we appreciate the fact that um, they are uh, pouring into uh, our tax base, and um, they, they're doing that and more. So, uh, yes, sir, we uh, entered into that agreement with them, and we want to continue to help Mauser to grow as uh, Mauser uh, continues to uh, work with folks uh, in Tarrant County, actually, in regard to employment and otherwise. And uh, also, on the consent agenda, uh, our council authorized a contract modification to the Bud Irving uh, water treatment plant, uh, the control system, control system replacement project for control system upgrades. All right, talk about redundancy, system, system, system. But here's what's good about that. Of course, we know that we've got one of the best uh, water treatment systems, uh, really, in, in the state of Texas, because as uh, so many folks remember who live in Man Field. During the great snow Magadden, our water kept on running. And uh, I tell you what, we might not have had heat, but we could flush the toilet. So that's, that's right. right. That was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we were able, we were able to do that. <laughs> Let me give a nod also in regard to the consent agenda. Let me give a nod to uh, our uh, first responders. Uh, we awarded the contract for the new public safety burn tower foundation and the skills pad uh, project. Listen, and our, our men and women in law enforcement and as well as our fire department and EMS, they deserve to have uh, the, the training facilities that uh, other municipalities have. For years, we have driven uh, to other cities, and um, that's really uh, occupied uh, th those folks who work for the city of Mansfield, uh, kept them away from attending to, to us. So uh, we, we're going to 
going to be building that. And uh, I tell you, it doesn't sound like much, but it's huge. That is a big thing to have your own burn tower sure. and skills pad project. So uh, I want to thank council for um, helping to make that happen. And um, uh, finally, you know, the last thing on the consent agenda is, is going to be awesome. And that is, believe it or not, we're going to have the turkey trot again, the Mansfield turkey trot. Love it. Yes, sir. Now you won't see actual turkeys out there running. Well, maybe, well, sometimes <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a turkey every now and then. But, you know, you might see a little turkey out there running and call Michael, name Michael Evans. But uh, that's going to be a good thing that's taking place. And I don't think we had it last year. So uh, we're coming back out again and doing the turkey trot. Tell us in a new business, uh, the historic landmark overlaid. Good news here. It is good news. So council passed the first reading of an ordinance approving a historic landmark overlay district a classification for the, listen to this now, the 1894 post office building that is located at 130 North Main Street. Right now, when people pass that, they see the hilltop Bicycle Center. Yeah. Well, guess what? For many years, that was actually the main post office uh, in town. So, folks, when you pass by there now, you are looking at a great bit of history at that facility. That, that That's going to be good. What else happened in new business? We held a public hearing and approved the second and final reading to convert a uh, six and a half acre tract of land from a community business uh, district to a planned development district. And um, we're excited about that because, again, we, we, we are continuing. We're working. We want to attract a new business to Mansfield, we, we are becoming more and more sensitive to the need to attract high-end uh, jobs uh, to our city uh, because we want people to be able to uh, live and work uh, here in, in Mansfield. And in order to do that, you're going to have to have higher paying jobs. And we're talking uh, talking about $30, $40 an hour. We're talking about higher paying jobs. So uh, we're excited about uh, what that's going to do. And and Steve, I tell you, we want to lay a roadmap, if you would, uh, to attract people to our town. We are really trying to do that. Mm -hmm. We really are trying to do that. And um, we're meeting with some good success in that regard as well. Y'all worked late Monday night. We did. We hung out uh, um, <laughs> Monday night. <laughs> But you know what? It's that way uh, when you're dealing with the business of the city. Uh, we did uh, deny a zoning change on a more than 146-acre uh, tract of land that is generally bounded uh, by, uh, well, to the south is 7th Avenue. On the east is Jessica Drive, and um, Hank Street is on the north of that. And this particular de uh, uh, development, or actually plot of land, has a boundary of uh, uh, M3 Ranch uh, to the south. And uh, yes, we, we did deny that. And um, we, we just believe that uh, we're going to have more suitors for that for that tract of land. And it's going to be um, it's going to be more advantageous to our, our city. Mayor Michael Evans, I appreciate what you and the city council do for the city of Mansfield. We'll see you back here in a month. And the happiest of Thanksgivings to you and the entire Evans family. Thank you very much. And it is a privilege and an honor to serve the great folks of Mansfield, Texas. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Spend a moment with the mayor on About Mansfield. Meanwhile, the COVID-19 epidemic remains on the decline here in Mansfield with the numbers. Here's science reporter Dennis Webb. Dennis. Thank you, Steve. 
Last week saw a continuing decline in weekly new Mansfield cases, Mansfield ISD active cases, as did countywide new cases and countywide hospitalizations, suggesting we are near the end of a fourth wave of the epidemic. New weekly deaths trend is bouncing around but generally decreasing, also suggesting we are near the end of a fourth wave. Since June, around a 1,000 county citizens have lost their lives to the epidemic. Last week across the county, 45 people died from COVID-19, one of them in Mansfield. Tarrant County Public Health officials recommend that all eligible citizens get vaccinated. Vaccination is the best recommended step any of us can take to prevent the next wave. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. The Summit High School Marching Band competed against 32 other bands in the preliminary round of the 5A State Championships Monday, November 1st, at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. It was the first time the band has performed at the state level in the school's 19 year history, placing 19th overall. You can see the band perform this Friday night as Summit takes on Azel in the first round of football playoffs. In sports, three wins, two losses in MISD football's final week of the regular season. Legacy was down by Colleyville Heritage 55-13. The Mansfield Football Tigers fell to Cedar Hill 2010. Lake Ridge topped Waco Midway 63-56. Timberview bested Burleson 42-14. And Summit outscored Birdville 39-14. Summit had Coach Shannon Hall gives a recap of the game. Uh, yeah, it was just, you know, a tough environment. You know, it was their last game of the season and, and senior night for those guys. So they had a lot of energy and, you know, you just never knew what was going to happen. So, you know, those games are always kind of nerve-wracking. You just want to get it in, get it done, and play good football and make sure you continue to get better, uh, especially when you have a game the following week, which is the first week of the playoffs. So we wanted to get better. I think we got better. Um, and the guys play hard all night long. Moving on to the playoffs this Friday night, the 7-3 Summit Jaguars take on the 8-2 Azel Hornets at Newsom Stadium, 7 p.m. kickoff, while the 6-4 Timberview Wolves take on the 6-3 Kimball Knights out of Dallas at R.L. Anderson with a 7-30 kickoff. Appearing on the About Mansfield Coach's Corner show on Monday, Timberview defensive coordinator Richard Rendon looks forward to taking on Dallas Kimball on Friday night. Well, you look forward to a physical style play offensive and defense Defensively, we come and like I said, come hope, hope for the victory and stuff. We're gonna the main focus, like I said, all all year has been on us, just looking on improving each other. They do have a good uh, receiver who's pretty tall and athletic. He's about six seven. Who's, we're gonna have to double team at times and bracket himself. And they have a good running back, good quarterback, so that could uh, present us some problems. But like I said, we just gotta improve, play every play, and just improve on us. I'd like to invite you to come on out to El Primo's on Monday nights and be a part of the studio audience for the Coach's Corner, where we talk high school football with the coaches and the players. The show kicks off at 6.30 p.m. It's also streamed live on the About Mansfield podcast page. Just before we get into our National Day Of segment, if you are listening on Wednesday, November 10th, the day of this episode's release, we'd like to extend a happy 246th birthday to the United States Marine Corps. On this day in 1775, the Corps was born out of a Philadelphia tavern during the American Revolutionary War. On behalf of the entire About Mansfield News Team. Happy birthday, Marines, and thank you for your service to our country. That especially includes my future son-in-law, Austin Harrington, who has a mere six months of service under his belt. 
Sunday is National Pickle Day, which pays homage to the tart, sometimes sweet, even spicy pickle. Each year on November 14th, pickle lovers pop open pecks of their preferred preserved pickle. It may be a dill, gherkin, brined, kosher dill, Polish, Hungarian, lime, bread and butter, Swedish and Danish, or even a best-made Bloody Mary pickle. The term pickle comes from the Dutch word pickel, which means brine. Here in the United States, the word pickle typically refers to the pickled cucumber, but just about anything can be pickled. Fruits, vegetables, herring, pig's feet. You get the idea. Locally, the city of Mansfield is known as the pickle capital of Texas and is home to the world's only pickle parade in Palooza, which happens every March in downtown. Let's check the seven-day weather forecast with Colleen, who rarely, if ever, is in a pickle. Colleen. Let's take a look at the weather for the next seven days in Mansfield, Texas. Wednesday should start out a lot like Monday and Tuesday, with temperatures getting into the upper 70s, but we'll start to see clouds move in and it'll be breezy with a chilly north wind at about 15 to 25 miles per hour. A system will come through starting in the evening and into the overnight hours, bringing us about a 50% chance of rain. Some areas might get a quarter to half inch of rain, so not a lot of rain with this system. Behind the system, we'll have temperatures 10 to 15 degrees cooler for a few days, with the high on Thursday at 66, Friday 63, Saturday 65, Sunday 68, Monday 65, and Tuesday projected to be back up to 70 degrees. Meanwhile, the Tarrant Regional Water District suggests that Mansfield lawns need no irrigation this week. Sprinklers can remain off. Check the soil moisture of any new plantings and hand water, if needed, later in the week. Weather will be sunny and cool, with lows getting close to the 30s this weekend. You can view a map of watering recommendations for North Texas, as well as water-saving tips at waterisawesome.com. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. Reporter Dennis Webb talks science, health specialist Kristen Moore has the Texas health tip of the week, and Brian Certain serves up a cocktail to remember. Also coming up later in the episode, the Mansfield Trivia Question, and Steve talks in studio with a local rock duo who have just launched a national tour. Stay with us. We're back in 60 seconds. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Your logo or emblem defines who you are, so why not show it off with custom printed shirts? I'm Dana Wood with Ohana Screen Printing. We are a custom screen printing company and can print your design or help you create a new design. While t-shirts are our specialty, we can print on all kinds of apparel such as masks, hoodies, bags, you name it. Ohana means family and that's exactly why we started Ohana Screen Printing, to bring our family and community together through creative expression. We look forward to adding you to our family. Rest assured that when you do business with Ohana Screen Printing, that your dollars stay local, as we are a family-owned business based right here in Mansfield. If you're part of a business, organization, or sports team looking to make a visual presence, hit us up on Facebook or ohanascreenprinting.com. That's ohanascreenprinting.com. In 1999, Mansfield Cares was founded to be the safety net for those in need in our great city. Mansfield Cares built the first free medical dental eye clinic and the warehouse that is home to the only food bank in Mansfield. Our city's seven food pantries, Feed the Kids program, Back to School Bash, and College Scholarships have all benefited from Mansfield Cares. 
Become a part of Mansfield's Safety Net. Donate today at mansfieldcares.org. That's mansfieldcares.org. Hi, I'm Taronda Hillman, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Let's head on over to the science desk where reporter Dennis Webb is seeing colors again. Dennis? Thank you, Steve. We all, as humans, have a common experience of what color is, except the few of us who experience degrees of colorblindness. This is not a problem as the world compensates where it is important, and other information is offered to compensate, like how colorblind people can read stoplights by rigorously assigned positions of the stop and go colors. We experience color through our eyes that detect relative amounts of something like red, green, and blue from the color-detecting cones in our retinas. Color vision is a result of the varying signals from these three types of cones in our retinas that see brighter light during the day. And our brain's visual cortex transforms these into our experience of color. Light is infinitely more complicated than our human color vision. First, our brain uses relatively amounts of three bands of visible light radiation to see differences in color. As it is all we have ever personally experienced with our vision, it is enough to navigate our planet, paint paintings, and admire the flowers. From physics, we understand that light enters our eyes. It is actually a mixture of millions of different wavelengths of visible light. Scientists analyze light with a technique that is called spectroscopy that splits the light into a rainbow and measures the intensity of each of the many more wavelengths or colors. Analyzing light from stars this way tells us what elements are inside each star and a little bit about the nuclear fusion that powers them. Spectroscopy has been called the killer app of astronomy. Second, our vision only sees a particular range of wavelengths of light sent out by the sun. The sun also puts out electromagnetic radiation at wavelengths that we can't see, including the invisible infrared light that warms our planet and the invisible ultraviolet light that gives us sunburn. There are creatures on our planet who can see light in these invisible-to-us wavelengths, as it apparently offered them an evolutionary advantage. Our primate ancestors apparently did not benefit from this additional advantage, but we don't miss it in our successful lives, as it is all we've ever known. Beyond the infrared, visible, and ultraviolet bands is the rest of the electromagnetic spectrum, including microwaves and radio waves on the other side of infrared, and X-rays and gamma rays on the other side of ultraviolet. Radio waves are actually the same thing as the light we see, just a different frequency and wavelengths, and all of them travel at the speed of light. The very handy Bluetooth radio waves we use are ironically perhaps a red, so red we can't see it, but it gets this podcast wirelessly to the earbuds. Weird. I use the terms electromagnetic radiation and spectrum, as that is how physics describes what is going on. Light is created by something that glows on its own, like the sun, or light from somewhere else that's reflected off objects we see. For example, sunlight is kind of the definition of white light. When sunlight hits a red flower, most of the blue and green light gets absorbed by the flower, and mostly red light is reflected into our eyes. This happens because different molecules inside the flower absorb and reflect light at different wavelengths. The light from the flower gets from there to here as oscillating waves of electronic fields and magnetic fields moving at the speed of light. Weird, but it happens all around us all the time, all on its own. Even stranger, as scientists have explored the nature of light, sometimes it is more useful to think of light as tiny subatomic particles rather than electromagnetic waves. Is light a thing, or is it a wave? It is kind of both. Weird. 
Fortunately, none of us have to think about all this to contemplate a pretty flower, but it's interesting to think about. If you have any questions about science, send an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. It's time right now for the Texas Health Tip of the Week, sponsored by Texas Health Hospital Mansfield, located at 287 and Lone Star Road. Health specialist Kristen Moore says that winter fruits and veggies are the healthiest of the healthy, and she has the Texas Health Tip of the Week. Are you worried about gaining a little extra weight during the winter months? Never fear. I'm Kristen Moore, and on this week's Texas Health Tip of the Week, we're going to talk about the most nutritious winter fruits and vegetables. Did you know that certain fruits and vegetables are sweeter in the wintertime? What in the world, you may be asking yourself? The reason for a sweeter taste is because cold, hardy vegetables increase their sugar level in their roots to help overcome freezing temperatures. Wondering what these winter fruits and vegetables are? The first one we're going to talk about is kale. Not only is kale one of the healthiest of vegetables, but it also happens to thrive in the winter. It prefers colder weather and can even withstand snow. Kale is packed with vitamins, minerals, fiber, and antioxidants. In fact, just one cup of kale contains the daily recommended intake of vitamin A, C, and K. Did you know that kale is never lonely? That is because they come in bunches. Nothing like a little kale joke to get you through your week. Next, let's talk about cranberries. Cranberries are a delicious Thanksgiving side. Not only do they go well with turkey, they also help lower your risk for heart disease, diabetes, and gut inflammation. Most importantly, they help lower your cholesterol level. Cranberries are in season October through December. One of the most cold-hardy vegetables are collard greens. They can withstand prolonged freezing temperatures, and they actually taste better after being in a frost. Some may say that collard greens have a bitter taste. That is because they are packed full of calcium. One cup of cooked collards is equal to 27% of our daily intake of calcium. One cup can help build stronger and healthier bones. Lastly, carrots reach their peak sweetness in the fall and winter. In fact, carrots harvested after a frost are often called candy carrots because they taste so sweet. Carrots are extremely high in vitamin A, which is essential for eye health, immune function, and proper growth and development. Although Frosty loves having candy carrots as his nose, your kiddos may enjoy them in their tummies just as much. In the end, all these winter fruits and vegetables have so many benefits to help keep your body strong and healthy through these upcoming winter months. So don't be afraid to bundle up your family and visit your local farmer's market. You may just find a sweet treat. That is all for me this week. Stay healthy, Mansfield. On behalf of Texas Health Mansfield, I'm Kristen Moore. It's time right now for the cocktail of the week, and whether it's for breakfast, lunch, or a special occasion, Brian Certain's serving up a classic. This week's cocktail of the week is the mimosa. With the holiday season right around the corner, I thought I would take inspiration for one of my favorite cocktails and talk about the mimosa in its many variations. This classic brunch cocktail is the perfect company for your eggs benedict, your favorite omelet, or with just some of your favorite people. And you really can't go out to brunch without seeing or ordering a mimosa. The drink is made up of just two ingredients and is a refreshing combination enjoyed by many on a Sunday morning. The champagne and orange mixture has been known to have different origins, however, like many of the other cocktails we've talked about. The first, is, it said, is it started in 1921 at Buck's Club in London. They there invented the Buck Fizz. It's a drink that was made up of champagne and orange juice, like the mimosa, but it was much more sparkling wine or champagne. A mimosa contains equal parts of orange juice and champagne. 
And it's also believed that a bartender in four years later, 1925, at the Ritz Hotel in Paris created the mimosa. But a third account gives credit to Alfred Hitchcock inventing the beloved drink in San Francisco in the 1940s. In fact, the Oxford Companion to the American Food and Drink claims that Hitchcock is the one to popularize the mimosa as a brunch drink in this country. Regardless of which version is true, a mimosa will always be the go-to brunch drink for millions of people. But don't worry about taking notes, as I'll always be posting the directions and the instructions on bourbongospel.com. This week's Cocktail of the Week is the classic mimosa. Again, it's very, very easy. It's equal parts champagne or a Spanish cava or an Italian Prosecco or an American sparkling white wine mixed with equal parts of orange juice. Again, it doesn't make sense in my mind to spend $40 on a bottle of champagne and then spoil it by adding something to it. But hey, if you're a high roller and that's the way you want to go, then go for it and you have my permission. Again, what you're going to do is you're going to pour the champagne into the flute, filling each glass about halfway full, and then pour orange juice to the top to fill and serve. Here are some fun variations for you to try. Substitute the orange juice for pomegranate juice, or maybe pineapple juice, or how about a peach puree? But if you do that, we got to give it another name. That's a Bellini. And there's a couple of extra variations that I want to throw at you that you may or may not have tried. The first one is you're going to add a one ounce of St. Germain liqueur, which offers a refreshing flavor of elderflowers, and the wine opens it up beautifully, or Chambord, which is a raspberry liqueur. There is something about that beautiful marrying of that crisp white champagne or sparkling white wine and that raspberry, that dark raspberry. The Cocktail of the Week is proudly sponsored by The Vault, located at 2300 Matlock Road at the corner of Country Club and Matlock here in Mansfield. Don't have all the ingredients for this week's mimosa? Head over to The Vault, where they'll gladly make you your version of the mimosa. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. Congratulations to Beth Dahl, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. Who was Mansfield's first librarian? Beth knew that it was Ida Nichols who served as Mansfield's first librarian from 1929 to 1960, and she has won a $25 gift card to the restaurant of her choice. After the break, this week's trivia question. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is about Mansfield. The Texas Health Tip of the Week was sponsored by Texas Health Hospital, located at 287 and Lone Star Road. Introducing Texas Health Hospital Mansfield, an all-new, all-modern healthcare campus, now serving Mansfield and our nearby communities. With advanced care for women and infants, orthopedics, heart and vascular, a 24-7 ER, and more. Experience care you'll love right where you love living. Texas Health Mansfield, now open at 287 and Lone Star Road. Learn more at texashealth.org backslash mansfield. 
Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full-service studio with recording, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities. can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows such as Ask Philip, On the Mark, Grown and Unfiltered, and Daughter of the Other Woman, just to name a few, and handles post-production duties for remote clients such as Coaching Through Chaos out of San Diego and Epic Voices and Conversations from Palm Springs. So whether you're a hands-on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway just off of 287 right here in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast and you get to record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast or if you're just looking for a better place to record podcast mansfield recording studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com that's podcastmansfield.com hi this is Teresa cohagan director for visit mansfield and you're listening to about mansfield it's time right now for the highly coveted wildly popular mansfield trivia question the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. We'll receive a $25 gift card to the restaurant of their choice. Let's get to this week's question, Colleen. Well, Steve, the Chris W. Burkett Service Center on South Wisteria Street opened in November of 2015 and houses multiple departments, including the Water Utilities Division, Code Compliance, Building Maintenance, and Street Operations. The building's namesake, Chris Burkett, served the city of Mansfield from 1984 until his retirement in 2016. This week's trivia question is, what title did Chris Burkett hold on the day of his retirement? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what was Chris Burkett's title on the day of his retirement? Good luck. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, and in the studio today, this is going to be a lot of fun because uh, for those of you who know me out there personally, you know a, a couple of things that that I have in common with with my guests here today is that uh, I grew up and uh, lived in Southern California for quite some time, and coming to Texas. Uh, 17 years ago, I am also a musician. And uh, so in the studio today, you know, when you think about rock's greatest duos, you think of the songwriting duos of Robert Plant and, and uh, Jimmy Page or Lennon and McCartney, Jagger and Richards. You think about the rock duos like White Stripes, uh, Black Keys. Even if you go way back to the 60s, Simon and Garfunkel and uh, uh, the Everly Brothers. Well, right here in Mansfield, Texas, we have another rock duo, and and the thing that makes them unique is that uh, they're also brothers. And so we want to welcome Parker James and Caden Shea to About Mansfield. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing all right. I, the question is, how are you doing? We're great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you guys are about to launch. A national tour. In fact, by the time this goes on the digital airwaves, if you will, you will be on tour. Yeah. And before we get, to, we're going we're to talk specifically about this tour here in a second. But um, 
First of all, Caden, you're 15 years old. Yeah. You're not old enough to drive. No, not at all. So the tour bus will have to be driven by someone else. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even no, old enough to drive the not tour even bus. Parker. I'm 20. <laughs> now, Parker's 20. And uh, so, all right, we're, we're going to talk about the tour bus in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're, you're, you're from Southern California. Where'd you grow up? Um, just Orange County. We grew up in a town called La Habra. La Habra. And how far is that from the beach? Uh, how far is it from the beach? Like like 30 minutes out, I, th I say, about. But, you know, that was like a, a common thing that we would do. It's like, all right, let's go to the beach. Yeah. So, you know, wake up, go to the beach. And then while I lived out there, I mean, I kind of took it for granted. Like, I was like, oh, we don't really like palm trees. I don't really like the beach, <laughs> you know, because we did it all the time. And then now that we're gone, it's like, well, I miss palm trees and I miss the beach. You so don't know what you have till it's gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've got paradise and then you've paved it over with a parking lot and all of a sudden... <laughs> You're going, where's paradise? Yeah. yeah. Which is an old Joni Mitchell song of, yeah. you hate paradise, you put up a parking lot. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I was the same way, that I took the palm trees for granted. Growing up in San Diego, uh, I remember as a, as, when I was about your age, uh, probably closer to Caden's age, 15, uh, I would take the, the express bus number seven, which mm -hmm. was from, from my house to the beach by car was about a half an hour, by bus, maybe an hour. But during the summer, yeah, I I would take the express bus right down to Mission Beach and and spend it out there. The palm trees, I know exactly what you're talking about now. That that we yeah. moved to Texas, we've been here 17 years, but dipping your toes in the sand and mm -hmm. uh, um, and if I recall. Watching one of your videos, uh, it was an introduction to the band. Mm -hmm. Basically, looked like a surf video. Who, who's the surfer in the? Uh... Um, believe it or not, you know, a lot of people that are from California want to carry that like ego. Like, yeah, I'm a surfer. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> I boogie board hardcore. I get down with boogie boarding. And anyone that can like understand how fun boogie boarding is is like, okay, I understand that. I love I love boogie boarding. Yeah, it's the best. And then Caden, now Caden, you were five when you moved to Texas. Yeah, so, just on the brink of six. So what what are your recollections of California? Uh, just honestly, I was so young. I just chilled, played Nerf guns, played Halo. Uh, okay, just went with my parents. Yeah, if I recall, my son was seven when we moved out to Texas, and he doesn't remember a whole lot. He could remember a little bit about elementary school and some of his friends, but doesn't have a lot of a lot of ties to California. Is yeah. it kind of the same? Yeah, I do. I remember a lot. I just remember sitting in my grandparents' house. That's where we were all the time. Um, but that's about it. And I read that that. You come from a family of of no electronics. Yeah, not growing much. up, no, not really. Nope. I mean, I begged my mom for a phone, and then like she's like, "I bought you a phone," and then she used it, and then just trashed, <laughs> just trashed it at SeaWorld. And then I was like, "Gosh dang, man!" Like that was supposed to be my phone, but I was like nine. I don't need one. And so yeah. it was just kind of like up to our imaginations. Like I would run around like have like fake battle scenes in the my grandparents backyard with like 
sticks and like uh, Nerf guns and you know uh, like pretend I would be a giant and I would like step on ants you know so it would be like that would be <laughs> my like day to day what I would be you know looking forward to so yeah but imagination is yeah is what it's all about mm-hmm. I mean someone's sitting there playing um, playing on their phone their iPad or, or uh, computer is whatever's on the screen, but using your imagination, whether it's reading books or mm-hmm. going outside and, and playing, is is, yeah. is great for the mind. Yeah. I'm dyslexic, so I like hate reading just mm-hmm. in general. So it was even like books were not even an option for me, really. Like I was, uh, I have like a very, I don't know. I think like okay, I'm I'm not gonna do it the conventional way. I'll figure it out myself. Since you had no electronics in the in the house, did that lead to learning to play instruments? Yeah, mm-hmm. I went to guitar lessons f- for a while, but I didn't really like guitar lessons that much because I don't know. He would only teach me scales. Yeah, guy. I'd be like, oh man, oh, those are boring. I want to learn songs. I mean, scales are important, but I kind of just taught myself scales after that on YouTube. So when you were, you'd go to YouTube as, at what age did you start playing guitar? Uh, seven. And when you started going to YouTube looking for songs to play, what uh, what were you attracted to? Uh, well, um, the first song I ever learned was Smoke on the Water. Mm-hmm. Because like, who doesn't learn that first? It's the easiest song ever. Three chords mm-hmm. and the truth. Yeah, one finger, three chords. <laughs> but... Um, then I got into like Nirvana in like the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And I learned all their songs off their Nevermind album. So, and Parker, did you play guitar as well? No, my you mom. My, my mom told me she's like, "You're gonna want to play guitar." And I'm like, "No, I'm not." And now it's like, I'm like walking in the Caden's room. I found this new pedal. I found this new guitar. This is what you should do to your guitar. Like, I'm like super into like the hardware and like all that stuff but i don't play guitar i'm i play i play guitar for him yeah nice exactly the so let's talk about the then uh the band olive vox olive vox is is the name of your duo Mm -hmm. and who came up with the name and 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 how i came up with the name parker came up with the name yeah okay yeah one day i was in my room and I was trying to figure out a name for the band. And uh, I was eating olives, green olives. Cause green, okay. Just like, I don't know. Were they stuffed with jalapenos? Yeah, or? they're garlic. Go the garlic ones, yeah. okay. I like garlic a lot. So I was eating those, and we just got out of the studio recording some of our songs. And on the talk back button, button like, uh, to talk to the, the dude recording, um, it said Vox. So... I was eating the olives. I was like, olive. I wonder if I had like olive in the name. I like olive green, you know, so, and I like olives, so. And then I remembered Vox, and I was like, olive Vox. I was like, well, that kind of rolls off the tongue kind of nice. And I just like said it over and over a bunch. You know, I brought it to Caden, and uh, he's like, wow, this is the worst name I've ever heard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He hated it. Well, personally, it's just because I don't like olives. Okay. that's just a personal thing, but that's probably the only reason I didn't like it is because Olive was in the name, and I was like, ew, Olives. 
Yeah. So. I like olives, though. And they I are like an acquired I, taste, so you yeah. can probably get used to them. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, just I, I just don't try things, I guess. No. I've only tried one, and I just didn't like it. I was like when I was 10. <laughs> so... Jeez, man. So it finally, it's it stuck. Olive Vox, yeah. which you're right, it does roll off the tongue. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for, is is there, a, is there a second meaning if I, and I kept doing this last night sitting in my, uh, my big, my big leather chair and I'm going, Olive Vox, Olive Vox, olive, and wondering if there was a second meaning to, are there two words put together, not necessarily olive and vox? The answer is no. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, uh, later on, I mean, I was like, well, if I can make up a meaning for this, that would be pretty nice. So, like, yeah. the only thing, the closest thing that I can get, which, I mean, like, me and Caden do stand by this. Uh, like, a dove with an olive branch in its mouth is like a is like a sign for peace. Right. Um and then vox, I'm pretty sure, is like the Latin term for voice. Mm-hmm. So, it's like speak peace. Like so. Yeah. So there is a second meaning. Yeah, I love yes. it. Okay, let's break down the band then. Caden, what are your what are your roles in the band? Uh, I play guitar and I sing backing vocals. And then Parker, you are. I'm the the singer boy. I'm the. Yeah. Okay. He sings. I'm the singer. Yeah. All right. So how do we how do we carry this out in in a live performance? Yeah, are, are, uh, are you you're just playing guitar and you're singing? He, yeah. We have a band. You yeah. have a band. Okay. Yes. Just three other people that we play with live. We yeah. go to band practice with them every week, um, or twice a week actually, Mondays and Fridays, and we just get together and jam out for what we have mm-hmm. written down already. Okay, so there are f- five. In the band. Yeah. Well, we're going on tour with four. Okay. So just me, a bass player, a drummer, and Parker. All right. Nice. Then, um, and did you use these same musicians for the records? Uh, no, believe it or not, Caden did a lot of the work. Uh, I did the bass, guitar, backing vocals, and then we had a drummer come out and play the drums. Um, he did all like the special fills that I can't do on the drums. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we needed a drummer. But yeah. yeah, I know I know about those special fills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I play primarily guitar. Mm-hmm. I also play flute. But at church, I play drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's those special fills. It's like okay, and they're kind of difficult. Doing a four four beat is is not so hard to do, especially when it's pretty basic church yeah. music. Uh-huh. But when it comes to the 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 fills, yeah. it's like, okay, I'm not even going to attempt the fills. Yeah. <laughs> There's this one song, Bistro, and it's just this really fast, like, surf rock drum mm-hmm. style. And I don't know. It's just... It's a lot of fills. A lot of fills. Like, yeah. the whole song is like a fill, it feels like. So... I listened to Bury Me Low earlier today at home, and I'm I'm sensing a lot of I'm sensing a lot of Soundgarden, a lot of Nirvana, maybe some Nine Inch Nails, um, and and I'm at, we're going to play it here in just a, a second, a, a, a portion of it. Um, who are your inspirations? Um, I like a lot of Nirvana. That's like. 
probably my biggest inspiration is Nirvana. Um, Cage the Elephant, yeah. um, Basement, a band called Basement, and just any other band. I can't think on the spot very well, but there's a lot more, trust me. Yeah. Parker? Um, Nirvana, for sure. Uh, Cage the Elephant. Um, I do like Nine Inch Nails. Uh, Trent Reznor is really good. Um, hmm, I like a lot of uh, chill music, like mm-hmm. ambient piano music. And uh, there's like this genre. I don't really know what it's called, but they record. It's like super low budget recording. It's like a lot of it's done on tape recorders. And uh, it's just piano music and singing on a tape recorder. Or like... Uh, an out of tune guitar with like a tape recorder yeah and they just like upload it and it just somehow blows up and it's really nice like I just like it doesn't have a genre though no I don't really know I don't really know what it could be it's not slow core like that's like a thing Uh, it's like something in in itself It's, it's cool though I like it so I don't really know what to call it and and can you pretty much stick to the '90s grunge or? Yeah, I like a lot of modern day, like White Stripes, yeah. uh, Ty Siegel, um, all those guys. Mm-hmm. All right, so Caden, you are guitar and backing vocals. Yeah, Parker, your lead vocals. Yep. All right, so let's talk about the the rest of Olive Vox. Uh, if I recall, uh, Parker, you did the album cover art yeah i do the album cover arts yeah Caden, you do the videos who we we both did the video okay together we took turns holding the camera we just kind of winged it from yeah. there we didn't really have like, a plan yeah it's like you i plugged plug my guitar into the wall <laughs> yeah. and it was just like shocking i don't have yeah. an amp it's gonna look cheesy with an amp in the background let's just plug it into the wall and it was like my because I have to have a chord, right? Does or else it just you're not actually playing any sound if you don't have a chord. So I just plugged it into the wall. Uh, Parker set up and just put it on a Bluetooth speaker and just filmed my fingers playing the guitar. Just danced around. We were just like, all right, let's go make a video. Like no plan. Kane's like, where are we gonna? Find I hope it? that we can make one in the future for reals. Yeah, real production, but. Um, about the actual story of the song, but yeah. No. Who writes the majority of your songs? Uh, I write all the instrumentals. Um, me and Parker work on the vocals and harmonies, and, and then, like, he writes all the. I lyrics. do all the lyrics. You're the lyricist. Yep. The poet. Yes. The artist. The poet. <laughs> yeah. Parker, let's talk about your TikTok days. Yeah, uh, which I guess are still not are, are not over. But no. um, you became uh, quite the sensation on on TikTok. Eight million followers. Yeah. Um, does that is that shocking that that you have? Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, like, I still look. I'm 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 not like as conceited as a lot of them are. That's for sure. Um, but. I mean, I'm a dude that's got a lot, a lot of buddies. So yeah, I went back on your account today, and it looks like you started around 2015. Yeah, with your videos got a couple thousand views here and there. The 
first million viewed video that I could find was in 2017, where you're looking for a girlfriend. Oh, wow. And do you remember this one? Uh, no, you're, dang. You're, you're walking through the kitchen and you say, I'm, I'm looking for a girlfriend. And all of a sudden you run into the door of a microwave. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up? My name's Parker. I'm looking for a girlfriend. And then I like ran into a... Into the door of a microwave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dang, man. You went deep in the I went deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's four years old. But the uh, the one video that I found had... It, 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 I'm not sure if this was the most views. 17 million views. Yeah, pretty much. Was the trampoline scooter. Yeah. That actually hurt. D- describe it to our, our listeners. Well, like... There's like a thing. It's like the worst pain imaginable is a like a scooter flying around and hitting your shin or ankle. Like it hurts. Like it's, a scooter, like a razor scooter. Yeah, like a razor scooter right. flying around and hitting your ankle. So we just bought a trampoline, and uh, I got a scooter for it that you can do like tricks on the trampoline. And it's got metal bars, but the the deck that you stand on is foam. So if it flies around and hits you in the ankle, it won't hurt. So uh, I found out real quick that it hurts. So I was like, this is going to be a funny video. So I just like spun it around as fast as I could and just whacked myself in the shin. And like, it also spins around a lot faster because it's yeah. foam. It's like a pound. Yeah. Which with actual scooters, it's like metal. So it's right. harder. It's hard. That yeah. thing is like a fan. You yeah. Know? It's like it's slower propeller. and harder to spin a metal scooter around but when you have that foam scooter it's just like it's all going super fast and it just whacked me right in my my shin and i just screamed and it's for some reason got 17 million views i'm not complaining you know (laughs) are you able to monetize off of uh off of tiktok yeah yeah i mean you're really able to monetize off of anything youtube yeah. does it you know spotify everything's monetized right. so mm-hmm. so if you made a a penny per view off of this 17 yeah. million views uh, you do you doing all right yeah okay pretty much um i don't really know how their whole money system works but i mean yeah it was good go ahead and give a give a plug how do you how do we find you on tiktok on TikTok, my username is Parker underscore James. And then on Instagram, you can go ahead and find me at Parker J. James. It's basically Parker James, but with two J's. Okay. No spaces on that one. Caden, are you on TikTok? Yeah, I don't really post that much, but... All right, Instagram or Caden, anything? Caden Shea. My, my Instagram is Caden Shea 4. That's my personal. But my real Instagram that I cherish is olive.vox. Olive.vox yep. on Instagram. We're talking with Parker James and Caden Shea of the band Olive Vox. And you can find them on the web at olivevox.com. We will pick up the remainder of the conversation next week and even hear a sample of their music. Also coming up next week, we'll have the latest Mansfield news, sports, and weather. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, support this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Reporters, Stacey Main and Dennis Webb. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Texas Health Tip. 
Kristen Moore. Home Improvement Feature, Terry Radswin. Cocktail of the Week Feature, Brian Sarton. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield. <laughs>